The defendant's commission of these four murders over a 10-day period is one of the worst killing sprees in the history of this state. Skin them sometimes, uh, slit them, slit them all the way open. Uh, I'm here looking for the spirits of anybody that still remains. I have a device in my hand. If you would like to talk to it, please come forward. Tell me your story. Maybe I should have killed four or five hundred people. Then I would have felt better. Then when I felt like I really offered society something. You are listening to Serial Spirits, the podcast. Welcome back to another Serial Snippet. It's me, your host, Brendan Shea. And joining me, I have a very special show actually today. I just don't want to bring him in. I have to give him a huge shout out because these are friends of mine and you've heard them on an episode of Serial Spirits with us and you may have heard me on their podcast, but I am with the Unbelievers from the Unbelievers podcast, Russell Ryan, Rob Oki, and Drea Mora. And they're going to join me for this serial snippet and we're going to talk about them and probably whatever else that we can you know get into because sometimes we have very crazy crazy conversations so without further ado i want to bring on my guest tonight russell ryan are you there uh hello thank you for having me my pleasure my brother rob oki hey what's happening i think it ate my cat yeah that's better (laughs) andrea mora Hello. <laughs> I didn't want to talk over the sound bite, so I accidentally did because I didn't I didn't know Rob was gonna do a sound bite, but <laughs> I should have known. We should have known. Yeah. I, I didn't better. expect it either, but you know what? I'm glad he did it. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. It's like my calling card. So you guys are coming off uh the episode of uh what? Uh the past. Okay, so wait. Yeah, we yeah. did an episode on the Pascagoula UFO event from 1973, but we only know this. Now, Brendan, you know that event because a very stupid alien is involved. Do you remember that alien? Yeah, it'd be the wrinkly-faced alien. Sure, and that's all that we ever cared about the case was how dumb the alien was. He had a carrot for a nose. He had slits for eyes. Very, very just stupid-looking alien, but so... There's been a lot of news about this case, so that's what we did. We got into the actual men involved in the case. Man, we we went serial spirits on it. We're like, forget the dumb (laughs) alien. We want to know about the people involved. We got to figure out who these two guys were. And I think the story came out way more compelling than just being like, these aliens look dumb. So let's let's take a step back a little bit, because for people who don't know your podcast, the Unbelievers podcast— Let's just go down the line. Russell, what got you into podcasting and why why all this paranormal crazy crazy stuff that you're into? Why? Why? Well, I think my whole life I've just been uh fascinated with paranormal going from, you know, Bigfoot and growing up with, you know, unsolved mysteries as being one of my favorite shows. Oh yeah. I I think what affected me the most is that I had a close friend when I was maybe 6th or 7th grade who actually appeared as an actor on Unsolved Mysteries in a recreation. And I think that kind of even amped it up where I was like, you can not only just watch these weird stuff, but also be involved in some way. Like, how did you pull that off? That's great. 
and we and so he and I were both really into unsolved mysteries. We would uh, we would do like a pretend what actually would be a podcast now. Uh, just we would record ourselves on a tape recorder. Uh, we we made up a show called Believer Skeptic when I was in eighth, or probably seventh or eighth grade, where. I played a character who was a skeptic of a, of something, and he would be the believer, like a, like somebody with a degree trying to prove it. And it was basically a podcast, but just for two people. We were the only ones who ever heard it. That's that's pretty sweet, though. I, I was pretty arrogant as a kid because me and my brother did the same thing, but I called it the Brendan Shea Show. So, <laughs> a little full of myself, but we did the same thing. We recorded, you know, the stupidest crap we could think of. But that's awesome. You had a buddy that was in Unsolved Mysteries. That's that's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's why I couldn't take over the show. I mean, he already had way more credits than me. I was lucky to be uh, the co-build with him. It was called Believer Skeptic. I was skeptic. He was Believer. Uh, and yeah, I, I, it was just one of those things where I think back. I think I only remembered it a while actually doing this show. But we actually started as podcasters because, of course, we're all huge fans of the Unbelievable Podcast. And we are also psychos, and we cannot let it go. And the, the format must live on. And if they don't want to do it, and they're going to let us do it, then we're doing it because we love it so much that we'll 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 keep it going ourselves if we have to. What about you, Rob? Living out there in Long Island by the uh, Montauk <laughs> Project? Yeah, I I grew yeah, up. What about this guy? <laughs> I grew up, you know, loving paranormal stuff. I was the kid who uh, I would always find the weird books in the library. There was that little section in the in in my school's library in the basement, and uh, they had like Bigfoot books and extraterrestrial books. Meanwhile, I went to a Catholic school, so you know. I don't know I don't know why these things were down there. There was a legit book with just a gray alien on the cover. I remember, and uh, <laughs> I used to read these things like every day. I would just everybody would go and they would all read the books they were assigned to, and I would just get the alien books and sit and read the alien books and uh, and read about Bigfoot and all the weird monsters. And um, and also I lived by the Montauk Project. So there was always talks about weird conspiracy theory stuff and aliens and just just weird stuff. And I was always drawn to it, really into it. And uh, I loved the X-Files growing up. I watched the X-Files a lot. Oh, yeah. And uh, and yeah, I was in a band. So that's how I kind of got into doing audio. And uh, I've worked in worked in audio pretty much for like 10, 15 years now doing uh, freelance work and I always wanted to get into podcasting. So uh, I started talking to Russ about this and Andrea and we all kind of uh, became friends through the unbelievable podcast and we just decided let's do it. Let's try, let's try to do it and see how it goes. And so far we, we have a ton of fun doing it and it seems like uh, we're getting good feedback from people. So it's, it's awesome. You know, I'm, I'm loving it. So Rob, me and you sound like we pretty much like are twins to an because the, <laughs> that story that you told is the exact same story. Like I went to Catholic school, and for some reason, hey, all hey, these wait. Catholic I went schools, to, I went to Catholic school too. I had those books too. All right, we could be triplets. Yeah. Well, okay, we're triplets. <laughs> but that, but that's that. That's the question. The 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 question is why did the Catholic public or the Catholic library in your school have all these books? It was like. It's I think weird. it was something most of them seem to be published in the 70s, at least the ones I saw in like the mid 80s, early 90s were still like leftover kind of it was like that, that whole fascination with Bigfoot through the 70s because it was no Internet. And you couldn't just prove that. And that's all you had. There was tons of I remember all the books with Loch Ness Monster. On the yeah, cover. That, yeah, that's what it, I was going to say. Loch Ness Monster. They're just filled with grainy black and white pictures that you can't even really tell. And like a lot of drawings. I remember there was always just like oh, drawings of aliens. Art. Mostly yeah. drawings of aliens and uh, people's abduction recounts and uh, all that stuff. I just loved it. And 
always watched uh, sci-fi movies growing up. I thought uh, Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind. I thought that was like the I thought that was real. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Close I'm encounters of e. close encounters of the third e. Yeah, this is the guy the third kind. E. I'm sorry. I was like the fourth kind. That means that you uh, you got to actually have some fun yeah. with them. This, yeah, this no, 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 no. We're not going past the fifth, sixth, and seventh. We're not doing that tonight. <laughs> no, close encounters of the third kind. I remember. I thought I felt like that was a real thing that happened. It it seemed like it was such a possibility that that the government could be talking to aliens. Even when I was a kid, I just thought it was the most interesting thing. So, so are you scared of E.T. or is that a... <laughs> I'm a little scared of E.T. I, I'm okay with them. I don't like, I really don't like the part of the movie where he's all white and like powdery. That, yeah. that really <laughs> creeps me out. And, uh, I, I don't like... kind of scary. Yeah, when he screams, it's a little scary. When he comes out of the shed, that was the, I've, I've said it before. I think, I don't want to even talk about it again, but when he comes out of that shed, it is God terrifying. Andrea, you're going to make Rob, like, leave it early. Is, it's nightmare fuel. <laughs> He sounds like he's going to cry. You better back up. So I'm okay. All, I'm okay. So all the way out there in the, the great state of California, we have Drea. Drea. Oh, yes. So what, led your, let, what led you down the road to the paranormal? Um, it actually was also a similar way that Rob did, just uh, not the Catholic school part, surprisingly, but um, just like the books that I kind of stumbled upon. That My older brother had one that was um, Beyond Belief, and it was just this kind of compendium like A through Z alphabetized of all these like weird mysteries from the Bermuda Triangle to uh, stories where, you know, just this crazy, unbelievable things are happening, like like fish raining down from the sky. And then that's where I first learned about like the Jersey Devil and things like that. And so I was just hooked on all kinds of things of that nature. I remember that one summer that the Chupacabra was a, like a hot topic on the news and everything. And you know, we'd we'd be out camping and like knowing about that. And I was just so like I was scared of it, but I was really, really like really wanted to see if I could find like, oh, there's gotta be chupacabras out here. So I've just always been fascinated with that, finding the um the ghost books in the library at the school. Um I've I've always had a little bit more of a leaning towards um that kind of stuff too, the spooky things, but definitely aliens. And um yeah, really I really liked radio in general. I thought it was fascinating that there was you, that you could have a job, say, as like a DJ or something, that you your job is to talk to people and, and everyone's hearing you. And in the middle of the night, because I have insomnia, um, I, just knowing that somebody like Art Bell was up and awake and talking was just such a huge comfort. So, you know, when this all came about, I was like, oh, wow, this is so up my alley. Unbelievable podcast was recommended to me by a friend, David. And I just like that was such a honestly a bit of a life changing moment because this is uh, way beyond anything I ever could have imagined. And, you know, like Russ said, we have a ton of fun doing it. So this is uh, just kind of right where I want to be. I can honestly say that uh, if I wasn't really for the unbelievable podcast, I mean, I liked podcasts before, but I mean, I binged, you know, unbelievable podcast when I first found it. I, I can't remember for like how many days in a row. And it just it it led, you know, I was like, I got to be a podcaster. And I don't think without that show, I mean, I wouldn't be doing this. I'd probably be doing something else. But I mean, it was because of that show that that I'm, you know, got into doing this. Yeah, we kind of just be relegated to um, message boards talking about ghosts and aliens. Instead, we have an actual venue to not just not just discuss them, but to have like a lot of fun doing it and taking that kind of comedic angle and just really having fun with it. No, for sure. Andrea, you've gone from beyond belief to beyond Uranus over the <laughs> course of your life. 
the best congratulations that there is <laughs> thank I'll, you i'll always i'll always remember the first time that i i ever heard brian frangie who brian frangie is the creator of the unbelievable podcast for anybody who who hasn't heard of it or hasn't listened to it yet uh, brian dad. brian frangie created the format that we use for our show and uh he's you know he's a great comedian we all are huge fans of his work um and i remember the first time that i heard him ever talk about aliens uh on the not safe podcast with nikki glazer yeah. <laughs> and uh and she pretty much said, uh, she said, hey, Brian, Brian's got a podcast. Brian, come tell us about aliens. And he <laughs> said he kind of sat down. And he said, oh, what, what do you guys want to know? And she said, tell, us, <laughs> tell, tell me about what you were talking about earlier, about the Greys or the Nordics or something. <laughs> and he just started going, well, the Greys are from the Pleiades and uh, they're, you know, they have gray skin and large eyes. And he just started going into it. And then he's like, the Nordics are tall, uh, usually white, white haired, blonde haired. Uh, slender and I was the whole time I'm looking at my phone going how do I not already listen to this guy's <laughs> podcast it's so uh, this sounds so awesome and immediately from there I was instantly a fan of the unbelievable podcast what was that video he put out it was like a two minute video on like the Illuminati or something like that yeah. but he's he's talking oh, yeah. so he's talking Flintstones so fast. Illuminati there's a Flintstones Illuminati in two minutes I think there's a reptilian conspiracy explained in two minutes video also yeah, that one's great yeah. it's so good and he's got a lot of great stuff out there too like his uh um what, oh, oh his, uh, his cartoon, cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. sure it's yeah. so yeah. good I, I hope he makes more too by the way but yeah it's extremely talented and we we're just so happy that he not only gave us his blessing to like please yeah take them take this mantle and run with it but he even, you know, sat with us and like oh, we had like a long call. It was like, I don't know, like a couple of hours long where he was just, you know, what do you guys need to know? Like any tips or whatever that you can give us? Like super helpful and just like more, more than encouraging. And that just meant the world to us. So for people who don't understand the format of what you guys are talking about here, the format of your podcast, what exactly are the topics? I know, of course, but we have a lot of true crime <laughs> enth enthusiasts, but what is like you know what what's a typical episode yeah, of what's our bread and podcast? butter yeah 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 um, what's your bread and butter we we it's hey, kind we, of all over but yeah but our main thing is we try to find like a lot of just the sillier side of the world of paranormal but things we actually like like um bigfoot itself is a big topic but we don't just want to do i mean you've heard the same you can talk about patterson gimlin for hours or whatever we want to we did like you know episode about ohio grass man you know brendan was on for that one that grass man you know a scene it's you know what all that um <laughs> but also psychic sasquatch so we we try to look for like the stranger aspects of things as far as aliens go but it's also we do, we'll do serious episodes too we did the uh the zimbabwe ufo abduction kids that was I, yeah. I'd say a lot of times we end up kind of MST 3 king or making fun of whatever we're watching, but we, we is still mildly skeptical. But I, we're still believers at heart of a lot of stuff. I don't know what how would like we've done episodes about Jeff the Talking Mongoose, um, Elsa Gate, Christo. which was we a little had more serious. On. We've oh, interviewed yeah. the, the really man who sees UFOs, uh, Christo. We, yeah, we've done interviews. We've interviewed uh, reptilian contactee. But most of our episodes, yeah, are are it's it's mostly comedy. It definitely talking about paranormal. But yeah, anything we can find good out there, man, we're after. Zach Baggins does something silly, we're after it. Tom belongs up to something we want to know. We, we yeah, Art Bell is like any great old episode of Art Bell. We'll try to do a good breakdown of it where we just we love art, but the callers are just so ridiculous. Some <laughs> of the topics are just like you can tell. Even he's dying. Listen to this. It's great. 
Well, that's a uh, that's one of the things I can say honestly about being in the paranormal field. And this is no offense to anybody who's listening who's in the paranormal field, but Buckle you meet up. a lot of you meet a lot of people who are off off the wall. I mean, you do. There's some really yeah. out there people. <laughs> They're I just mean, like and, on the fringe, and like because yeah. it's like a lot of the time it's like, look, I believe I believe that you saw something. I believe that something happened to you. But man, look at the way you are presenting <laughs> all of this, like, you know, and, and we tried to not to take like two series of jabs at people because like we said, like there's a lot of things that we do believe in, but it's like, man, some of these sound clips, it's like just the way they deliver it. It's just, you can't pass it up. It's gold. Well, Russ, yeah, I, think- I think you said this on your podcast one time is that, you know, Art Bell is that guy that he, you know, he's into all this stuff too. And he tries to, he put this, he, this show out there to bring all these people together and he treated everybody with that amount of respect, even though he, you know, they might've been calling about the most weirdest crap, you know what I mean? And, and it's cool to have something, an outlet like that. And that's, what's cool about the unbelievers podcast too. I feel like a lot of what we do kind of just is like, it's, it just art bell is kind of like the, you know, the, the a spot is where it started from. There's art bells overnight talk show. And a lot of, a lot of those episodes, I mean, that's why I listened to it so much. I mean, they were really funny. I'm generally interested in all these topics. I always try to, I try not to come off as a hater, uh, too much. Um, but if someone's beyond the pale or abusive or doing something insane, like a John Edmonds type guy, uh, you <laughs> yeah. have to call that stuff out. We have a lot of stuff. I mean, we're all interested in this field and we do want to know truths about things, but there is so much and cable TV has spent so little. I'll say, I'm not going to say cable TV has spent so little money trying to get everyone into it, but it comes off so terrible and amateurish that it is very easy to make fun of a lot of this world. And there, there is great. Like I might love a story, but it could have the most terrible recreation documentary ever. And yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> going to want to do an episode about it. Yeah. Some guys talk about filling his pants or something. Yeah. We want to hear it. <laughs> sometimes there is no better way to tell the story than in clip form. Like you can sit, you can sit and tell the story, but when you hear the clips played back of people talking about stuff or clips from a TV show where they are hunting down a monster and it is just ridiculous <laughs> delivery of the lines and and just what's happening is just so ridiculous. Just saying it isn't enough. So playing back the clips and uh, and having the reactions to it and and just having a little commentary to certain to certain topics that we cover. Sometimes that's the most fun is just. Is just listening to these clips that Russ has a has a uh, definite skill of finding crazy clips on the internet. Uh, <laughs> well, it's it, it's it's just like watching watching these shows with all your friends. You know what I mean? Like everybody's like coming together, and it's just like yeah, exactly. you know, exactly. we're, we're all making fun of it at the same time. I mean, that, that's what's what's so great about it. Exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. There's one there's one thing that means a lot to me, and it's uh, rods. Uh, I like to consider myself the champion of the rods. Um, cause no one cares about rods anymore. And yeah, we just did a recent interview about, uh, interview. No, we did an episode about rods. Oh, I'd love to do an interview about rods. <laughs> Flying rods. If anyone yeah. look, uh, yeah, now that I'm out there, if you've seen rods, if you're seeing rods, if they're flying in your face, let me know, uh, at bizarre Russ on Twitter or contact us. Uh, I, we need more rod stories. They're everywhere. Like that. <laughs> this guy's always looking for rods. Every time, every look, show rods we go aren't, on, every rods show aren't... we go on, he's asking them if anybody's seen a rod. Call me. Let me know where these rods are at. All the time. It's all he talks about. Of all the cryptids or aliens or whatever they are, they're not hurting anybody. You don't even know they're there. <laughs> no, they're kind of like orbs. Yeah, they no, just they're just, show they're up just, on they're film. just hide, hiding in the trees. To you hey, you're, yeah. go, you're ghost around. hunting. Are you seeing those things flying around in your face? 
What if they are ghosts? I've never seen them flying in my face, but I mean, I've taken <laughs> I've taken pictures and I've gotten weird rods before. I mean, but, okay. yeah, me right. too. Oh, man. I mean, I might need to take a peek at those, but <laughs> please show I'm them no, to us. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no rod guy, but I can take a picture of a rod. Nice, <laughs> great callback to a good uh, sound clip. I was watching it and I was like, Brendan, th- there's rods on your tape. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rod, Rod or Rob, whatever his name is, is a little relaxed. I'll just act out the soundboard clips tonight. I, I'll do that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah that's I that's another Rob aspect of the show that's that's funny is that you guys collect, which came from the unbelievable podcast, but you guys collect sound bites from each episode, and they become relevant later on. I mean, a lot of them do. You'll be having this normal conversation, all of a sudden, that soundbite just becomes irrelevant part to throw in there and you guys do that and that's what also makes the show <laughs> 10 times funnier is because you have all these news nine in 1999 those rods are huge man that <laughs> see just like that i mean that's that's like a huge part of the show and that's 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 so funny and that's such a great idea to uh just keep throwing them in there whenever it's relevant <laughs> yeah and, and a large part of that is due to um well we have a weekly poll most often we have a weekly poll and you know, we get a bunch of these. Um, if people don't want to choose one of the answers that, that that are there, there's the field that says other, and a lot of times they will refer to the sound clips there, and so we use them. And so that's it. Kind of is like a not a litmus test, but just a way to see which ones really do. Like, okay, people really really loved that one sound clip because it keeps getting brought up time and time again. Well, after the episode, it came from his past. It just becomes a staple. And I think, yeah, definitely that's a legacy of the Unbelievable Podcast. Yeah, but also as good is uh, is when someone brings up a clip that we forgot even existed as a clip, and we're yeah. embarrassed that we forgot it was a clip. <laughs> Sometimes they say something for an episode, and we're like, oh, dude, we didn't even clip that. We have not done our due diligence. We need to go back and get that so people can reference it so we can have it. Because, yeah, these do these do come up. I mean, this paranormal field, you, when you talk about UFOs, cryptids, uh, aliens, monsters, whatever – Psychic abilities, psychic game shows, these clips all seem relevant. Well, am I an alien? Absolutely. Look I am. Them. Absolutely. <laughs> I am. <laughs> oh, I and I have to one. say, like, you know, Brian and Phoebe had some good ones on the um, Unbelievable podcast, but you guys found some some pretty incredible ones, too. I mean, there's some really, really good ones since you guys started doing the Unbelievers podcast, and... I mean, there, there's some that just make you belly laugh for days. Some pretty so, incredible yeah. ones. Rocky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah, that's a great one. That yeah, definitely it's stuck. <laughs> it's weird there was a time where we didn't know that Huckleberry was a wet Huckleberry. But, Brendan, um, Rob, I'm going to reference Turmoil in the <laughs> Toy Box if you know where I'm going. But, Brendan, you were on probably, it might be one of my favorite episodes we've done. It was about Turmoil in the Toy Box, which is a book that describes how all 80s toys are satanic and <laughs> that the the toy agenda of the 1980s and cartoons in all children's programming was geared towards uh, pagan rituals and Satan. And even even a playset from He-Man was used. And this, <laughs> this clip may have become the, maybe one of the greatest soundboard clips ever. But Rob, do you have it ready? Skeletor, the master of the universe. Yeah, you know, and that was sad because if you listen to that episode, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. It's a funny one, but He-Man was my all-time favorite toy as a kid. And and 
for them to say that He Man was the devil was like ah, <laughs> hurt Guess my I heart. Love the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ske- a lot of we all know Skeletor He-Man. was the devil. Come on. Oh yeah, really? I I loved Skeletor. Reminds me of but my brother for it, some reason. It was just this religious documentary done by a guy who was really passionate, but actually felt that God talked to him and told him to go. Told this guy just randomly, "Hey, why don't you go in that toy store and go buy a toy?" And then he throws it in the back of his car for a couple of weeks, <laughs> and he goes you know what, I'm going to crack this thing open, and it's a Skeletor, and he reads the little comic book inside, because, of course, Brendan knows, all Master of the Universe guys had a little comic with it, and he was blown away by the satanic imagery. But the guy who's hosting the show interviewing him has these toys, and he's just playing with them. He picks up uh, (laughs) Snake Mountain. Snake Mountain is is a, a toy, and he's playing with the microphone on it, and he's saying... Don't make Brendan edit this. <laughs> Skeletor, the master of the universe. <laughs> oh, God. And it just makes the whole thing just, you, it's hard to take seriously. Yeah, because you're sitting there, you know, he's hes doing this whole Christian-based background of why you shouldn't let your kids be part of this. And then they, they play with the toys on the show that they're doing. It's this, like, what, public access Christian TV show. They're playing <laughs> with all these toys, and it's just like, how, how can I take this seriously? Yeah, and it was called The Eagle's play. Nest, which was like Hitler's house. Oh, <laughs> it's gosh. Very, it was all together just a strange thing. I even bought the book. I still own that book. I got to give that book away to somebody, maybe. But, yeah, yeah, please. Great do book. Make that a, Turmoil in the, the toy box. There you go. Hey, anybody wants to uh, win the Turmoil in the toy box, join the Unbelievers Patreon. There you go. <laughs> there, Thank you for that. Plug. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. I love <laughs> yeah, it. Hey, appreciated. It's not a shayless plug though, because if you are a Brendan uh-huh. Shay completist, you have to hear the Patreon episodes Brendan Shay's on. We got him with another Ghostbuster guy on there. We also have him on our most recent one, where we're just having fun talking about all the sexy people in the world of the paranormal. It's another thing we're trying. Unbelievable podcast. We're also really known for doing a tournament, a tournament like March Madness, sixty-four team style. Tournament of Aliens. And I think that was one of like the seminal moments just of oh, that man. podcast. I can't tell That's you what... how much pressure I felt when I was filling out my bracket. Like I really wanted to win. And like I actually got really like my emotions were ramped up. <laughs> I was getting upset if I if I lost a match and everything. I was I got pretty mad at some point. So but you know, Russ, you won and I I guess you deserved that win. Yeah, I, I bet it. I bet it all on the immortal jellyfish. So I was done. I think after the second round, uh, I, was I was all. I'm not gonna I was lie, all moth, man. I I did take my book and chuck it against the wall when I found out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I how I dare did, you? I That's our it, Bible. I, the first time, I you know when I the first tournament of aliens they did, I you know was came into the podcast listening to it late, so I was a little behind on that. But this one I took super serious, and uh, yeah. I you know I got I got pretty pissed when when my bracket just became. Nothing. Yeah, I was doing yeah, great well, for a while, but then it just plummeted with those. It was those dang wild cards that Brian yeah. threw in there. I was like, what are you? Oh, my gosh. And then, yeah, no offense to Kevin as if he's listening, but he was. Oh, he was pissing me off too. those little decisions <laughs> he was making to vote. He was yeah. voting opposite yeah. on purpose. I was like, oh, OK, yeah. man, I'm not going to win this. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for our for our. For our listeners, like they did this tournament of aliens. It was a, a you know a March Madness style bracket. You guys actually created a guidebook for the tournament sure. of aliens. Oh yeah, with yeah, illustrations and everything. Yeah, it was you know it 
it has a the book itself is almost what Brian liked to call a yearbook of the program. But um, it, you know, saying Tournament of Aliens isn't that's just what we called it. It's pretty much uh, a sixty-four team, you know, battle. Uh, March Madness style, but the teams were we didn't have to be aliens. Some of the teams were with Pleiadians or the SOS Hall of Fame. We won't oh, say yes. those initials on this show, but witches and voodoo queens would be a team, or slender men would be a team, dolphins, uh, the big thick kids, the moth, oh, the man. black-eyed children. Yeah, Art Bell's all-stars, you know, lots of different just anything that was adjacent or involved with the show was represented as a team to battle it out five on five style. We've actually tried, and that's why I brought it up because Brendan was on a recent Patreon episode we did. Where we we're gonna try to practice doing our own tournaments. I don't know. We want to get in and do a big tournament because I think we've added a lot more lore to. I mean, we're thirty six episodes in, and we've added quite a bit. <laughs> we don't repeat uh, old topics. We are always searching for new fun things to talk about. But Brendan was on when we did a. We were practicing how to do a tournament, so we we're doing a tournament of Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Paranormal or Mr. and Mrs. Unbelievable, trying to find, <laughs> trying to find the the hottest, just the sexiest, so, and one, one. So wait, wait, wait. Yeah, so eight, so yeah, go on. So all the all the fans of Serial Spirits, pay attention to who's in this in this bracket. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Do that. This one you're going to be interested in. I don't even know. If I, have, I don't know where I have it. Sorry. <laughs> what was it? Oh, I got it. Actually, oh, you have it. I'm ready. So, oh, yes, good. what we did is we came up with two, uh, uh, eight men and eight women, and we're going to fight them out tournament style. We even ranked them, and I'm going to go through the rankings. First with the men. Rob, pay attention. First, it, number one seed, Stephen Greer. Number two, Tom DeLong. Number three, Josh <laughs> Gates. I bet Josh Gates probably listens. Hey, check it out, Josh Gates. You're number three. Uh, number four, Zach Baggins. Number five, George Norrie, mm, the sexiest <laughs> overnight host that we have right now. Uh, number six, uh, fan favorite Chris Jericho. You might be saying, Woo. why? Why is Chris Jericho? You know, the, he, why is he a paranormal hottie? Drea, why oh. is Chris Jericho paranormal? Chris Jericho is so well learned about cryptids and and, and paranormal in general. Dude, oh, no, dude, dude loves... not one thing. He loves, loves, loves that sea monster. What's it called? No, lake Ogo, monsters. Ogo, Ogo. Oh, the lake monster. Ogo yes, Pogo. That's monsters. what it was. <laughs> sea monsters? Of that border of Canada right there. Yeah. Ogo Pogo. Look it up. It's actually, there's a brand of apples called Ogo Pogo apples, which I yeah, would think really that Brian cool. would be interested in because he, he reviews okay, apples. Okay, Frangy. <laughs> I'm not branchy. I now, swear I'm not a spokesperson. Seven, coming in seven with these guys. This is this was one of Brendan's ads. Chad Lindbergh, number seven. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the world of all the men, including I guess me, Rob, and Brendan, we couldn't make it on here. Chad Lindbergh made it number seven. And number eight, of course, from Mountain Monsters, Huckleberry. Huckleberry. <laughs> Everybody uh, loves Huckleberry. Just the sexiest of the mountain spicy monsters. Number. And now we have uh, we have eight women, of course, representing the world of paranormal. And I'm just going to rank them from top to bottom. To, I'm going to go bottom to top this time and get a little oh. more uh, suspense. Number eight, Linda Napolitano, who was an alien abductee, a uh, friend of Bud Hopkins. Number seven, Glynis McCants. That was my girl. Six, Amethyst Realm. Uh, she is a ghost Hi. lover. Yes, mm -hmm. very. Uh, five, Jamie Katz, just a great. Uh, who, who is she? She's the psychic pet she's woman. She's the one who right? likes. Yeah, she she talks to pets. Oh yeah, yeah. she's pet cool. Psychic. She's cool. Pet medium. 
Sure. And number four, we have Elizabeth, Elizabeth Saint. Uh, Brendan, I know you and Rob are both big fans of Elizabeth Saint. I am not a big fan of Elizabeth Saint, but <laughs> <laughs> I love Elizabeth Saint. She's awesome. Yeah, we, we know Rob does. Rob, ooh, she's great. Rob. She's 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 a very skilled ghost investigator. Come on, what are you talking about? She's a, oh. she's a great person. She's a scholar and a class. Yeah. Actor. I mean, now, Brendan, I'll say you're. I could tell your radar went up when we mentioned this on our show, and you were like, "Wait, Elizabeth Saints on the list?" And I, the way you said it, I was like, "Oh, yeah." And Rob's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's. I'll put her there. Blah blah." And then you didn't say anything. Now I know. All right, all right. I see. <laughs> But coming in number three, we're getting close to where we want to be. Coming in number three, Deanie Petty, uh, Canadian television host. <laughs> uh, Brendan, I know it's your show, but why would Deanie Petty be considered paranormal? Because she's got paranormal people on her show all the time. Hell yeah. She's a Canadian television host yeah. who flies a helicopter and talks she's to like, alien abductees. She's like the she paranormal paranormal Oprah, pretty much. Yes, that's a very good way to put it. And and Oprah she Oprah. and she tells you how to keep you know your, your vegetables cucumbers fresh yeah. and how to <laughs> yeah. ripen uh, certain cucumber. apples or whatever. Yeah. Keep but your tomatoes. Coming in at number two, the number two ranked female in all the world paranormal, Annie. Weibel, Annie Weaves herself, number two. The Weaves, oh, number my two. Good. She made Weaves it. Up there. And that was, we all voted. You know, we, we decided, it was like, yeah, she deserves to be a, a higher seed ranking. Oh, we could have disputed, but I think she's actually, almost, I, I said I said on our show, I think she is uh, got, is more credible than a lot of the people on the list. She definitely oh, she is the up bill. there, yes. Totally belongs. And number one is Megan Fox, which seems like cheating, but Megan Fox has found a new career as a paranormal host. And I mean, <laughs> she's real good at it. Deny her. Yeah. It's hard to put her up against Amethyst Realm and you look at it seriously. <laughs> so since so since we did this on your show, I, you know, I, if I can bring it up on this on this show, I thought of a couple more men that we probably oh. could have added. And maybe I'm not they surprised can be... that you have your mind on men. Well, but, but these, um, these are guys can... that are outside the box a little bit, like Ho- Jose Canseco. He, oh, you know... that Ooh. makes sense because we do <laughs> yeah. have a, we we have an athlete already. We do yeah. have Chris Jericho. So, and then yeah. you have uh, you have uh, what's his name uh, Osborne, uh, Jack Osborne. He's in that new show mm-hmm. with Katrina Reidman, Portals to Hell. Now you know the Let's guy see. that cut my hair today. I was talking my ear off about Jack Osborne. That they that Jack because he was talking about him being at this haunted house in New Orleans and just how he how it was so funny. The locals said, "Why is the why is the lights off in the mansion and all this?" <laughs> I live in Louisiana, so like I'm actually kind of close to this. But really, Jack um, Jack Osborne had not been on my radar until just a few hours ago, and I no. po- I, I kind of perked up. I was like, "Oh." I gotta, we gotta do an episode about Jack Osborne now. Oh, yeah, I, like, I, I tried to put him off my radar, but you know, if he if he's it coming back, he's there, gonna be back. Yeah. He's gonna be back on it too. Well, good. Well, good. Yeah. You know, he's a chance to to give me a reason to keep him on my radar because, yeah, yikes. Yeah, shout shout out to Jack Osborne. Who would have ever? He's cleaned up a who bit. Who would have ever thought Jack Osborne would have been on a paranormal show? You would have thought his dad would have been on one before Jack Osborne would have. Maybe been Maybe on as one. one of the aliens. Yeah, as a his... subject, maybe. Yeah, like, his dad is a wild. I'm pretty sure he's a cryptid. <laughs> you know who else is into the paranormal too? He was on a couple TV shows. Meatloaf. Did really? I say that on the Patreon? Yeah, Matrio- uh, Meatloaf was. Uh, he used to investigate Patreon. a bunch with the ghost hunters. <laughs> wow, I did not yeah. know that. I, I love not. meatloaf. Look meatloaf that. is fantastic. Oh, it's delicious. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Oh, I can I'm already I already got the music uh set list for that episode in my head. Let's just let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Actually, thanks for that uh topic suggestion cuz we, we might do that. Somebody needs to make a parody too. I can do anything for love. Bigfoot. <laughs> but I won't do Jack Osborne. Yeah, I won't do Jack. <laughs> But I won't do Ozzy. The Haunting of Meatloaf is exactly as weird as it sounds. That's what I found when I Googled. <laughs> the Haunting of you know, Meatloaf. Could you imagine, like, if, if, you know, God forbid, oh, please don't ever pass away Meatloaf. But if you were investigating his house, Brendan, and you smelled Meatloaf. <laughs> I'd be hungry. You that would be demonic. That would be demonic. <laughs> that's, that's a demon 100% trying to imitate Meatloaf. Because they he's that just kind of... The they demon do. think he's actually made of meatloaf, and they're like, "If I just it just smells like meatloaf, they'll think it's yeah." That's he's the guy, right? <laughs> Demons aren't that bright. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they they can be pretty tricky. They know how to they know they know to simmer the onions first and everything. <laughs> and like, look, drain I the vegetables don't think you... before you put them in the meat. It's just Dini gonna... Petty would let you know that. Yeah, okay, Dini. Yeah, okay, Dini. Yeah. All right. right, right. <laughs> so before we wrap this up. Loaf. Before we wrap this up, guys, I have a question I want to ask all of you, and it has to do with ghost hunting. Okay. Ooh, okay. Sure. If you if you were to go ghost hunting, I'm gonna start with Drea first, and you could put together an all star team to take with you. Who would you have? Oh my gosh, of people that I know, people that I know are people that are out there. All star people that are out there. Yeah, just that's where I honestly I would take somebody like Josh Gates just because I take him more seriously. I would not bring Zach Baggins because. He is a provocateur, and I don't appreciate that at all. Um, I will say I don't really know enough of the other people by name, but I would—I know for a fact too that um, that William Fox knows his stuff, and so I'd put him on there too, and I'd put me because I'm unbiased. Okay, <laughs> you're gonna bring yourself. Okay, yeah, I would. I want to <laughs> see that. What about you, Rob? <laughs> Who would you take? Who would I take? Well, first well, off, hold on. Would... you're probably going to say Elizabeth Saint. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, of course, she's she's, of course, on my list. But I was going to say you first. Oh, because thanks. Now my now first I feel one. Really I, bad I knew about, it. I, I didn't knew even it. Say, Brendan, <laughs> I assumed that you were going to escort us. I assumed you were going to be there. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, no I'm, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be the Josh Gates of the live investigation. I'm going to stay at the command center. Sick. OK, I like that. that. I like it. That's what I would hope for. But I would choose you for sure to be our, our team leader. And uh, and then I would probably bring Zach Baggins just just, just out of the fun, sh- just for the sheer entertainment of it. Like he goes around. This is the sort of stuff that he does when he goes on a ghost hunt. He just he walks around and uh, and he says stuff like this. Let me just do what I did with with when Post Malone was here. God, 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 God. When Post Malone was here, he says that kind of stuff. So I would bring him. Um, and who else would I bring? I would bring, um, Post Malone. Uh, no, <laughs> um, too. I would bring Dan Aykroyd. He would be, it would just oh, be the three of yeah. us. That's, that's a good, the four of that's us. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a good that's, one. Cause yeah, Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd is huge into paranormal. Oh yeah. The guy, the guy loves aliens. He's all about ghosts, obviously with Ghostbusters. And, uh, yeah, he would be awesome. Imagine, me, you, Zach Baggins, and and him just hanging out. That would that'd be, that'd be actually just, be sweet. That would be that awesome. That would be fun, I think. Oh, now I want to be on that team. Dang it. Yeah. So that's it. That's my choice right there. Good team. Good team. What about you, Russ? Well, all right. Well, since I can't take Brendan, but he's in the command center. You that's can. fine. <laughs> I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Phoebe's mom. 
Um, Phoebe oh, good tires. one. Now, I can't. Phoebe Tires uh, was a host of Unbelievable Podcast, but her mom is a great Ghostbuster. I can't think of her first name right now. I keep wanting to call Julie. her Claire. Julie Tires. Julie Tires, of course. I'm taking Julie Tires with me, first and foremost. She's coming with me because she'll tell them to go light. I'm also going to take uh, Joshua P. Warren. Because, oh, oh would you? Because, because he's got all these weird tools. He's going to. He will listen. I've seen Zach Baggins yell at him. I bet I could yell at him, too. He would listen. If he's coming on my investigation, the dude's working for me. I'm making him bring in all those giant Tesla coils. He's bringing in everything, every <laughs> giant bag. The whole bag, all the wands. I want I want, I want him to look like Chewbacca with a bandolier full of wands. <laughs> and wishing machines. Only if he anything. makes that sound, too. I want and and also if he's there we could um we could FaceTime that uh that other guy. You know what I'm talking about. Uh the guy with the Darth Vader mask. We could FaceTime. Oh yeah, him Tom Frillock. Tom Frillock would be on call if we <laughs> needed. So I've got I've got Julie Tires, PP Warren. The the rest of them was hard. I, I was gonna say I might want to take Jeff the Mongoose with me because um just because he's scary <laughs> and he might even be a ghost. I'm gonna scratch him. He won't count. <laughs> um, the the last spot is a toss up between uh, Jeff the researcher from Mountain Monsters, just because he's smart. Hey, I could get him to do all the work before we got there. Like, hey, re- do the research. So when I say, why is there a little girl? He goes, there was once a little girl came by here one time and she fell in a well. <laughs> and I learned it in an old, I read it in Buckeye Boyhood. And I'm like, all right, cool. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> but if Jeff's, nice. if they're filming a season, I can't have Jeff. I want Ray Parker Jr., so he can just follow us saying, Bustin', 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 Bustin'. So that'd be my team. Me, Julie Tires, P.P. Ward, and Ray Parker Jr. singing Bustin'. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that your was, team's pretty was, good, too. That's a pretty good pick. Dang, pretty I guess my team kind of seems pretty boring now. I, I had to remember yep. what people were. Mine could be a show. I'll just... <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I if I had a little bit of time to research, but, you know, that's that's my nature. I, I am ill-prepared most times. I would watch it. I'd watch that show, to be honest. Sounds great. Yeah, for sure. If Jeff the researcher isn't busy, I'll take Drea. Aw. Well, you know, <laughs> you I'll can... make sure that he's busy. Just make sure, Russ, you make Josh kind of stand in the corner and not say anything till you know, you oh, need he can't. And it, but he's gonna, <laughs> But you know what? He's going to turn on stuff when I don't want him to. He's going to like, I'm going to be like, we need to just do like a little 10 minute seance. Um, we're just going to get rid of some stuff. And then we get, Brrr. I'm like, dude, that was for later when we were ready to bring the witch inside. Calm down. Man, I really do wish I would have put Julie Tires on my team, though. Well, for that matter, I sh- even Phoebe, like she knows. I'm sure Claire knows too. Um, that whole family should just be my all-star team. Dang it! I want to redo. Draft, you're just going with the tires. You and the I'm tires. Going with are the going tires family. Something. Yeah, the tires family. Thank you. I already got her mom. You can't have her. Well, hey, th- that's those <laughs> he are not the Brendan. rules. He's not Brendan. the rules. All right, no, fine. but you every, can have everybody. Them. Yeah, every, he can be on multiple teams. They can be on multiple teams. All right, teams. fine. It's time for the Serial Snippets first annual Ghost Hunter Tournament of Ghost Hunters. <laughs> no, I was yeah. trying to host no. your thing, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'll bring you back on as a co-host every other week when I do this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, sure guys, God will allow it. Uh-huh. So, guys, where can fans of Serial Spirits who never heard of the Unbelievers podcast find you guys? Okay, first off, just go look for the Unbelievers podcast. It's on Spreaker, uh, Apple 
podcasts, Podbean. It's on everything. You could even just go straight everything. to unbelieverspodcast.com. That will have our website. episodes on there. And yeah. we link that through Spreaker, but it is on almost every uh, platform out there, including yes. iTunes. Look, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. Yes, that too. Yeah. If you want to not just, just go listen to the show, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter and all that and on Facebook. But try to get into a group. There's a group called the Unbelievable Podcast Network. They're going to ask you a question when you get in there. Just say, I listen to Serial Spirits. I like Brendan Shea. And you'll get in the group. There's not like a robot watching this yeah, group. And that, that's on Facebook. Yeah. Look, I'm interested. I, let me in because a lot of the talk goes on in that group. A lot of the camaraderie, the fun articles that are going around, all the fun stuff, the great memes. Even it passed since man, Area 51 that just died out, right? Mm, too bad. Oh, uh-huh. oh man. <laughs> oh, babe. It'll be back. It'll be back. I'm sure. Yeah, it comes September, right? Is that uh-huh. when it's all supposed to go down? Oh yeah. We're gonna be yeah. Oh, by we that. are going to be ready for that. Yeah, we'll memes be coming goes fast, but unbelievable podcast. We're here to stay. Thanks. Yes. well thank you guys so much for doing this this was a lot of fun and i mean we're gonna do it again soon you know anytime dude we We, always do anytime brother we love annie we love you guys' show um hey we love your listeners too what's up yeah thank you so much for the support and man we're we're always going to be there for you guys too and and uh and yeah man thank you so much for having us so guys, go over and listen to the Unbelievers podcast. And if you want to just start from the very beginning, listen to the Unbelievable podcast and work your way down. You won't be disappointed. We'll see you guys next time. Once again, thank you for listening to Serial Spirits, the podcast. Check us out weekly on Paranormal Warehouse at ParanormalWarehouse.com, on iTunes at Serial Spirits, and on SoundCloud. Please rate and review the show. Follow us on all your social media. Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash Serial Spirits. On Twitter at Serial Spirits and on Instagram. Until next time, be aware. 